Welcome back. My name is Latoya with the Prayer is Breathing podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening and tuning into this episode. So today I'm going to talk to you about God knowing your weaknesses. And so we are in an hour where God is stirring us up. He is raising up an army. I believe that wholeheartedly that no matter what we see going on, God always has a remnant. He always has a people that's going to stand for him. That's going to boldly proclaim his name and his power in the earth. And guess what? You are a part of that. So even before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew you. And so many times when God begins to call us and take us deeper in him, we can get so wrapped up in our weaknesses that we just almost reject the call of God on our lives because we feel like we're not good enough. We're not qualified. We don't have all our ducks in a row, if you will. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about Moses who had the same issue and God still used him mightily. Even to this day, he's considered one of the greatest leaders of all time. And the Lord used him to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. And so let's jump right into Exodus chapter four. And this is where the Lord had already spoken to Moses about going to deliver his people. And verse 10 says, then Moses said to the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing or the blind? Have not I the Lord? And so Moses jumps right in to tell the Lord, hey, I'm not eloquent of speech. And, and he get, begins to list his weaknesses, right? And we can do God the same way where we begin to list all the reasons why God should not use us, why we are not qualified, why God should choose someone else. And so Moses has this dialogue with the Lord and the Lord begins to rebuke him and just pretty much let him know who has made man's mouth. And so again, God, he knows our weaknesses. We are not the first human being on the face of the earth to struggle with the things that we struggle with. God already knows. And so what I love about God's response is he doesn't just say who's made, who has made your mouth, but he says who has made man's mouth. So God, he knows everything all together. He knows our weaknesses. He knows where we fall short and he is able to be our strength, even in our midst, even in the midst of our weaknesses. And so that's what he begins to tell Moses. Now, verse 12, he says, now, therefore, go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. Can I pause and tell you that your weaknesses are not an excuse to disobey what God is calling you to do? I'm going to say that again. Your weaknesses are not an excuse to disobey what God is calling you to do. So you have to leave your weaknesses before the Lord and continue to walk by faith in obedience. So that's what the Lord goes on to tell Moses. He says, now, therefore, go and I will be with you. So every time we go, it's a walk of faith. It's a step. We take a step and the Lord is with us, but we have to step out in obedience. And of course, Isaiah 119 says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the fruit of the lamb. So we see that as well, that we have to be willing and obedient. Now, let's just get back to verse 12. And he says, now, therefore, go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. Verse 13, but he said, oh, my Lord, please send by the hand of whomever else 
you may sin. So Moses decides that he doesn't want to go. God says, okay, you know, I'll be with you. I'll be with you in your weaknesses. I'll be with you in your mouth. I'll teach you what to say. And then Moses responds back with, by anybody else, sin whoever else you may sin. And we see this time and time again. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Jonah, who also uh, was running from God. He didn't want to fulfill what God was calling him to do. But verse 14 in Exodus 4, verse 14, it says, So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well. And look, he is coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses because in this moment, Moses did not put his trust in the Lord and trust that the Lord would help him. And so even though the Lord was was angered in that moment, he still sent Aaron to come alongside Moses. And of course, we know how that story ends out. Moses and Aaron, they're a team and Aaron kind of causes a little bit of trouble in the camp but the Lord uses him mightily as well. And so it's a really powerful story, obviously. But I want us to just focus on the fact that if we trust God and we really lean into him and we really hone into the Lord, we can also trust that God will deliver us in our weaknesses. And even our weaknesses are an opportunity to see the glory of God. It's an opportunity for us to humble ourselves and realize that without God, we are nothing. But with God, all things are possible. And so I don't know about you, but I don't want to anger the Lord. God has done too much for me. He's invested too much into my life. And so whatever he's requiring of me, I just want my answer to be yes. And I will trust that the Lord, he will take care of the rest. Amen. So that's where we have to be. We have to stand in a place where we're saying, God, I trust you. You are my hope. You are my strength. And listen, God has need of you. Okay. God has need of you in the earth. And when we go on to read about Moses, I'm so intrigued by the fact that the Lord did not just pass over Moses and use somebody else because he could have done that in his anger. He could have said, you know what, Moses, never mind. I'll get Aaron. I'll get somebody else to completely go into uh, Egypt and deliver the children of Israel. And we see that Moses was actually the most humble man on the earth, the Bible says. And so there's different traits that Moses had where the Lord did not overlook him. The Lord still chose to use him even in the midst of his weaknesses. And so there's always something in you that you carry that God wants to use for his glory. And there is no carbon copy. There is no substitute. The hand of God is on your life. And what I love about God is that he's patient with us. He's long bearing with us, long suffering with us, and he still chooses to use us no matter how much we may fight or kick and scream. So we have to be careful to just surrender to the Lord and trust that God knows our weaknesses. I want to talk about Jonah really quickly because Jonah, he of course was running from the Lord because he did not want to go deliver the message to the Ninevites so that they would repent. And it wasn't necessarily about his weaknesses, but I want to look at how God still chased him down even when he ran because God again wanted to use Jonah to fulfill his word. And so of course, Jonah is in ship 
and then a great wind comes and there's a huge storm. And of course, we see that in Jonah chapter one. And pretty much they begin to talk to Jonah and try to figure out where he's from and why this storm is coming. And the result ends in them throwing Jonah overboard. But one thing that really stuck out to me was Jonah chapter one, verse 17. It says, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Now it is so amazing to me how the Lord prepared a fish. So even in our rebellion, even in our backslidden state, the Lord still makes preparations for us. He did not allow Jonah to drown and die completely. Instead, he prepared a fish to come and swallow him. So in it, we see the love of God in it. We see the grace and the mercy of God. And I just want to encourage you today that if you're running from your calling, if you're just disqualifying yourself because of your weaknesses, that now is not the time to run. Now is not the time to back down. Now is the time to stand up and fulfill the call of God on your life. And maybe you've been through certain things. Maybe you've been through tons of hurts and, and pain and betrayal and so many different things that can cause our heart to become hard. We have to submit those things to the Lord. We have to give all of our weaknesses, everything to him and just simply say yes and allow God to work in those areas so that you can fulfill the destiny that God had put and purpose even before you were in your mother's womb. And so now is the time to rise up into all that God has called you to be. And in order to do that, you have to make sure that you are not in agreement with the enemy, that you're not allowing him to lie to you. We talked about that last week, overcoming the lies of the enemy. If you have not listened to that, please go back and listen to it. Also, you have to know who you are in God. You have to know your identity as a son and as a daughter, that we don't just do things to earn salvation, but we are sons and daughters. And as we have accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of our life, and as we receive his grace and mercy and forgiveness that washes and covers our sins, that we are seated in heavenly places. We are the righteousness of God. And with that boldness and confidence and identity, that's how we have to rule in this earth. That's how we have to stand up and take authority over our lives and begin to be the vessels that God is calling us to be in this hour. And so God is using us as light in the midst of darkness to fulfill his will on this earth. And so I don't know about you, but my prayer is your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I just want you to be encouraged. I want to share one or two more verses that are truly life verses. So make sure you write them down if you have a chance. All right. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Verse 10, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and in reproaches and needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So when we are weak, our strength is in Christ. And even Paul goes on to say, I can boast 
and my weaknesses that the power of Christ may rest in me. So we don't have to have it all together. We don't have to have all the answers, but the grace of God is sufficient. And we boast in Christ alone, not in our own abilities, not in our own strengths. We boast in Christ because we see his power when we are weak. So even when you are weak, look at that as an opportunity to see the power of God. There are certain things in my life that I know only God has done that. Only God could have done that because I was too weak in my own nature. And so I'm grateful to boast in Christ because he's so good and he's so awesome and he's so amazing. So even when we do not have it all together, it's okay. It's okay to continue the process and walk with the Lord and allow him to hold your hand and allow him to show forth his power in your life and in your heart and in everything that he is calling you to do. And we see the power of God that the Lord went with Moses and Aaron. Of course, they did mighty signs and wonders and God used Moses to deliver the children of Israel. But Moses had to get to a place where he got over himself. He had to trust in the Lord. God had to deal with him with a lot of his fears and being able to face Pharaoh and so many different things. And as we partner with the Lord, as we say yes to him on that journey, God will work his power in us. We will see his hand. We will see his glory. We will see his might come forth in this earth. So I just want to say a prayer with you. If you're listening today and maybe you've been struggling with certain things that you know God is calling you to do, but you've been holding back or just trying to find another way. I just want to say a prayer with you today. God, I just thank you right now that your grace is sufficient, that even in our weaknesses, God, even areas where we're struggling, even areas, oh God, where you're building character and integrity and tenacity and holiness and uh, righteousness and all these things, God, help us to boast in you. Help us to know that our strength is made perfect when we are weak, that even in our weaknesses, you will meet us, you will guide us, you will hold our hand because you have a greater purpose. You have a greater place plan that you want to fulfill in this earth. And so God, we love you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord, that you have all power in your hand and that you have given us dominion and power in this earth. And that Lord, we can put our strength and our trust in you because you have never failed and you will never fail us, God. So I pray for a spirit of obedience to everything that you're calling us to do in this hour, God, that you will open new doors, that we will walk through those doors and that Lord, we will be the light in this dark land. We will shine your light in this earth in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Be encouraged. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at prayer is breathing. Also for any faith apparel, check us out at awake Christian clothing and awake Christian clothing.com. We're also on Instagram for all of your Christian apparel needs. God bless you and be sure to share this out to anybody that you feel it will be a blessing. And if you have any prayer requests, you can send those to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in again next week. Bye-bye.